Good morning, Nancy. My name is Gracie. And I'm Abby. And it's time for a coffee break. Hello, and welcome to your coffee break, everyone. You're not going to say hi? (laughs) No, I don't want to. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Hi, everybody. (laughs) It's a free country. (laughs) So, guys, in these mini Good Morning Nancy episodes, Abby and I talk about whatever the heck we want in horror news and pop culture and whatever. Instead of a water cooler... It's a coffee pot that you're talking around, I guess. Yeah. All right. So way better. Well, yes. Yes. <laughs> More caffeine in By the far. coffee pot. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> this week we wanted to talk about our worries, concerns, but also our excitement for the new Netflix horror series, The Haunting of Hill House, <gasps> which is a reimagining of Shirley Jackson's 1959 book, which goes by the same name. And I think the key word there is reimagining. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's different. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. (laughs) So I suggest that you guys watch the trailer for the new show. I have the link to it in our show notes. So pause this. Watch that if you haven't yet. If you have, uh, we'll continue. The series was created by writer-director Mike Flanagan, who is known for such popular horror movies as Hush, Gerald's Game, and Ouija, Origin of Evil. Oh. He's kind of a hit or miss with me. Yeah. There are some films that I'm like, wow, this is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then there are some where I'm like, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) That was all right. I guess it's not really a miss. It's like a hit or a side swipe. What is the word? Sideswipe? What is this? Tinder? <laughs> Tinder for horror movies? Instead of a stab, it's a scratch, maybe. Uh, it's a swipe left. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Okay. Poor so guy. So the first... Listen. Hey, it's better than a miss, I guess. So. That's true. That's true. The first season of The Haunting of Hill House will be 10 episodes long, and all 10 episodes will premiere on Netflix on October 12th, 2018. Mm. So it's coming up. Yay. In an article for The Verge, Brian Bishop says, quote, In this version, there's a group of siblings who grew up in Hill House, and when tragedy strikes, the family is forced to go back to the haunted mansion and revisit the horrors they once experienced there. The series appears to focus to some degree on the trauma that the siblings endured due to their childhoods, adding an emotional and character-centric component that seems well-suited as a premise for an ongoing series. Hmm. And if it's anything like Flanagan's work or this trailer that is in the show notes, guys, it will be moody, unsettling, and maybe just a little bit terrifying. Hmm. All right. So that's not what The Haunting of Hill House is about. <laughs> sure isn't. A, okay, so I was looking up on IMDb, and I guess all these characters, they have the last name Crane, which oh. is the name of the man who built Hill House. Yes. You mentioned something about it maybe being a prequel. Yeah, it looks like, um, well, I mean, because the ghosts and stuff have to come from somewhere, you know what I mean? Right. Besides, like, 
the the characters in Shirley Jackson's book like their own past. Like, yeah, it's got to be creepy for some reason. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm wondering if like we'll get more of a, a backstory on like Hill House itself. That's what it looks like. Like yes. what happened there? And I'm trying to figure out what time period it is. Can you tell what time period it is in the modern day when the kids are adults? Is it modern? Is it modern times like 2018? Um, I don't think so. I know. I couldn't... from the costumes and everything like that, it looks like 40s or 50s. Really? And then like here's what I think. So I think it's going to show like stuff that happened way back in the day mm-hmm. and then maybe jump to like 70s, 80s. Oh wait, no, it can't because Shirley Jackson's book, when was it published? 1959. Oh, okay. So maybe it is just the 50s then. But the guy, I'm trying to remember the guy in it. He was dressed really modern. He wasn't dressed like a for, a guy from the 40s. Interesting. He had like a jacket on and he didn't have a tie. And I just think like he would have worn like a suit and tie type thing if yeah. it was the 40s. It felt like it was modern day. Hmm. But maybe, but again, this is a reimagining, so it's not going to take place during the time period that it's supposed to. Right. Um, wow. Is it maybe like a paranormal investigator? I don't, like, I don't know, because there is a character named Theo, uh-huh. who is the very artsy empath Yes, in the book and in the original film, and she is in this. Her name is Theo. And I was like, okay, well, that's Theo from the book. And she she's in the trailer. She is the girl standing at the bar who's kind of promiscuous looking. Like, she yeah. kind of has that sexy look or whatever. Yep. That's Theo. Oh. So. Whoa. I don't even know if this is a prequel because there's this character in the, at least who I think is this character. She has the same name. And it's not a common name. In she's in the trailer and she's in like I don't know what time period again I can't tell so weird so maybe it's like a storyline and characters based upon the works of Shirley Jackson I think so because which is annoying then don't call it the haunting of Hill House I know (laughs) jeez we'll just or just call it Hill House I don't know something different but like the daughter character is dancing around uh, without somebody holding her. Mm-hmm. And that's what Eleanor does in the book and in the film. She dances around like she's dancing with somebody else with her. And okay. and so that's like, so it's almost like the daughter is sort of the Eleanor character in that sense where yeah. she's a little bit off I- emotionally maybe. Yes. So I don't know, man. But there's two brothers and two sisters in the film. Yes, in there the are. Yes. And I don't know where that comes from because I'm pretty sure in the book there's two daughters and yep. in the movie there's one daughter of Crane. Oh, so maybe the two brothers are like way 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 back in the day, like early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's it's like divided up into like different time periods. I think they're all related though. It's, Son of a nutcracker. This is so crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think anybody really knows about what is happening, too. I'm also kind of confused with what happens in the trailer where it's 
the adult daughter is lying on the slab and then she's like, Mom, what's wrong with me? Because her jaw is locked. And then her mom is just standing there. And I don't know if that's a vision or if it's... Well, she's describing a dream that she's having. So I'm wondering if the mother is, like, picturing the dream. Okay. So... I was so... Okay. That makes sense. Because I was it's like, confusing, what though, is for real? Because I think the dream takes place in the future when the daughter is older Mm because she's describing like how she dies or something it's nuts well she's so sad that she wants to die right and that's eleanor is like that yes so i'm that's why i'm thinking like she is the eleanor character Mm. in that sense Mm -hmm. i'm wondering because there's also the character grace who is um she's a spirit writer and then there's, um, obviously, there's Luke, and then there's um, the professor, and I don't know if the professor is sort of the dad character, but there's also a, a daughter who's a doctor, I think, from the, what the trailer looked like, okay. or a surgeon or something, so hmm. I don't know who any of these people are. <laughs> I know. What if they're all visions of the mother? Because the, in the trailer, the father says something about, your mother isn't crazy, or something like that. It's going to be one of those things where we're just going to have to watch it. I guess so. So that's the thing. Those are the things that we're confused about and kind of worried about. Yeah. And I just feel like The Haunting of Hill House is such a perfect tale of misery and despair mm-hmm. that you don't need to reimagine it. Right. It's so perfectly done the way that it is. That and it, it's timeless. Yes, it is. I mean, you guys need to check out our episode about Shirley Jackson that we did not very long ago. Mm-hmm. And I'll link to it in the show notes. I just don't think you don't you need to reimagine it. I'm afraid that this is going to be too much. Like it's going to try too hard. It's going to be extra. <laughs> so extra. Good Morning Nancy is proudly sponsored by Recess Coffee. We wouldn't be able to create such great content without being fueled by their magical beans. And the great part is, is that each batch of coffee is locally, artisanally roasted, and it comes from fair trade farmers. Gracie, what's your favorite blend? Oh my gosh. Okay, so my favorite blend is the Westcott blend. It has African and Indonesian beans mixed to create a clean, rich, and full-bodied cup of coffee. Mm. It has a rich floral vanilla aroma with a sugared almond flavor and a lemon finish. Yum! Ooh, delicious. My favorite is the Austin's blend. It's a unique blend of African, Indonesian, and Central American beans roasted to create a characteristically rich, dark, and smoky cup. It has a bold roasted nut aroma with chocolate flavors and a smooth, fruity finish. The coffee is seriously so good. I don't even have to put any cream or sugar in it. I just drink it black like my soul. (laughs) (laughs) So guys, head on over to RecessCoffee.com to order yours today. Or if you're a Syracuse local, stop by either shop at 110 Harvard Place or 110 Montgomery Street. So drink coffee, shoot lightning. Now back to the show. So that's what we're concerned and worried about. Oh, is this going to be a swipe left? (laughs) Let's talk about why it could be good. It looks scary. It does. It looks so creepy. And like Hill House aside and like the whole story aside, it looks like a really like twisty, turny, interesting plot. And the characters are awesome. Like... 
It's got a great cast. Mm-hmm. I pretty much love everyone that they cast in this movie. Yes. I don't know. It just the visuals are really, really nice. It looks like the perfect spooky show to watch right before Halloween. Mm-hmm. It really does look perfect in that sense. Yes. And and because it's still sort of shrouded in mystery, there's a part of me that's like, well, this could actually be really good because mm-hmm. I don't know what it's about because yeah. it's so different. So I'm actually, I am excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'm apprehensive, but I'm excited. Yes. Here's the thing, though. And this is kind of like a negative again, but. God, you're so negative. I deal with it. Um, <laughs> I have noticed that Netflix really doctors up the trailers for their shows and movies. Mm. Now I'm like, oh, it's Netflix. It might be tainted. There's like some good stuff here and there. Like Hemlock Grove, I think, was done really well. But they have... Um, that was like in its prime, though. That was like yes. Netflix in its prime. Yes. So... Like the production companies and stuff like that that Netflix works with are great. Like visually, all of their stuff is like stunning and everything like that. But I just feel like they are poorly written, like these Netflix shows. Yeah. I am just really hoping that Mike Flanagan is the the star of this whole thing like yes yes, like yes clapping at the end of it being like yep this is exactly what we deserve yes (laughs) because like i said i shouldn't have said he's a hit or miss he's a he's a he's a stab or a cut like either way it's like it hits but maybe one is like more better than the other it's like pizza like (laughs) yeah i think that because he is behind this it will be okay you have hope? I do have hope. I okay. I the the worst I think it's gonna be is just okay. Okay. I don't think it's gonna <laughs> be terrible if, okay. if it's not if it's not great. There's a party happening outside my apartment. Yeah, there really is. Somebody's I, happy about something. They're excited that it's finally fall. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go party with them probably. Yeah. You know what? We're just going to have to find out what happens. Um, We will definitely be doing a review on our Patreon. Yup. So if you would love to hear our review of this, who knows what it's going to be like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) a TV show on Netflix, just uh, follow us on Patreon and you'll be able to watch it. You have time. You have until October 12th when the show premieres. So get it together. (laughs) We're just going to binge it. You want to binge it with me? I want to. Let's do it. I want to eat snacks and Halloween candies and watch it and drink cider. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to happen. Well, Abby, I just ran out of coffee, so I think it's time to get back to work. Uh, All right. (laughs) Thank you all so much for having your coffee break with us. We would like to thank our Lori Strode and Ellen Ripley patrons. We got James, Jarvis, Shauna, Stacy, Lucy, Chris, Jill, Julie, Valerie, Keenan, Ashley, Maggie, and Janelle. It's because of you guys that Abby and I are still here making everyone content. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, and if you'd like to help support our show... Head on over to patreon.com slash goodmorningnancy and give what you can. You can also help out by buying merch from our shop. 
just go to goodmorningnancy.com slash merch. And we've got some new stuff coming up for the upcoming season. So keep your eyes peeled for lots of fun stuff. Yes, absolutely. Mm. You guys can also follow us on social media. That also helps. Facebook and now Tumblr. Yay! At Good Morning Nancy. You hipsters can look us up on Tumblr now. Twitter and Snapchat. At Good Morning Nan. I never thought we'd get a Snapchat, but we sure did. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) And Instagram at Good Morning Nancy Podcast. Mm -hmm. Guys, we love you all to death. Have a great morning. Goodbye.